Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I won't let my body outweigh, outweigh everything that I'm made of. Won't spend my life trying to change. I'm learning to love who I am. I am strong, I feel free. I know every part of me is beautiful. And I will always outweigh. If you feel it, put your hands in the air. Show some love to the new while you're there. Let's take it one day at a time. Cause you and I outweigh. Happy Saturday, Outweigh fam. Amy here, and I'm sitting across from my co host, Lisa. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be back with you all. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a while since Lisa and I've done an episode together. And I'm excited for this chat because it's a little bit different than something Lisa and I have ever discussed before. And I want to share with her something I noticed my brain doing because I feel like I'm just more in touch with a lot of my thoughts lately now that I actually have that free space in my brain. My eating disorder is no longer taking up or occupying my brain rent-free like 
I guess that's what the kids say. So I am just so aware of so much more. And on the food side of things, I've been very excited to break this down with Lisa. I've touched on it a little bit with licensed therapist Kat DeFada, who's come on the podcast a couple of times, and she joins me on Four Things with Amy Brown. But Lisa, I just want your take on it because, and it's not to be like, oh, hey, look, yay, look where I am. But it's more of like, well, this is an exciting thing that we all have to look forward to once we put in the work and we get to the other side. And I was listening to a book, Limitless, and it was talking about different brain foods and foods that your brain will thrive off of if you consume them. And I started to make a mental list and I was so excited next time I was at the grocery store, I bought walnut spread. I bought blueberries and avocados and cauliflower. Like I was putting things in my cart intentionally, which side note here, total side note, but I saw a post on Instagram of the image of a brain like cut open and then cauliflower cut open. Did you post that? I didn't post it, but they look the same. Was that the idea? Yes. And then it was just this whole thing about how fascinating it is. And in cauliflower, something that, yes, is good for the brain. And it just took me back to my disordered days when I ate all these foods, but for the wrong reason. I saw them on a list of, oh, these are good for the brain, but I used it as an excuse to only eat those foods and not give myself any joy anywhere else. So then it turned into this restriction thing. Then I went on to do some sort some test that was going to tell me certain foods that cause my particular body inflammation. And instead of actually seeing how I felt after I physically ate the food, I took those test results as if they were, you know, the Bible. And I'm like, this is the truth, the way, the light, and I can never have a blueberry again because blueberry causes my body inflammation. So then I cut out blueberries. So then I took away that brain food, but I was like, well... But my body's not allergic to or sensitive to, I say sensitive in air quotes, cashews. Well, then I just ended up eating cashews all day long. And it was this whole disordered, unhealthy space with me really trying to do good but my with by my body, but it, it came from not the right place. And so my whole point in saying this is, is that now I notice I'm actually able to enjoy doing something like that doing good for my body and bringing in the nutritious foods for my brain. For example, I mean, there's all other kinds of foods that we could talk about for like liver, kidney, all the things. But the exciting part was being at the store, buying these brain foods and knowing that I genuinely was going to get to enjoy them, but without the fear of eating you know, too much of them all day long or restricting them just in case they might cause inflammation or uh, using them as some sort of an excuse not to eat other food that maybe someone had prepared or eat out at a restaurant or socialize with friends because it didn't fit into my brain food list. Like there was just so much freedom. And I just got to say, like, it's just been exciting. And I love going into my fridge and popping a few blueberries in my mouth and having a genuine little conversation with myself of like, boop, brain food, and it's exciting. 
It's so exciting. And I think, you know, eating disorder and disordered eating recovery is so different than a lot of different types of recovery where people have to quote unquote, put in the work. You know, when we talk about drugs and alcohol, you're, you know, hopefully not revisiting those substances again. But when it comes to eating disorder or disordered eating recovery, we're going to eat again. And so it's going to be very normal that your relationship to the substance in quotes that you were interacting with negatively before can then be positive. And it definitely takes a journey, right? Like the beginning of recovery is bumpy. You're doing a lot of unlearning. You're pushing yourselves to do things that scare you, whether that's eating the blueberries because, oh my gosh, what are they going to do for my body? Because I was told that they, you know, cause inflammation or, or eating something, you know, not blueberries, but Oreos or whatever, you know, your more obvious kind of fear food, dairy, grains, whatever it is that like you chalked up to being not good for you. But I a hundred percent believe that nutrition and what we eat and how we eat it, really our relationship to it can be a form of self-care. And I think it's hard to understand unless you've kind of been on both sides of the coin where you previously have been to the grocery store and you scanned every label. And if it had this amount of sugar, you didn't have it, or if it had this amount of calories or carbs, you didn't eat it. Uh, versus now when you're like, oh, blueberries are good for my brain. Walnuts are good for my brain. Cauliflower is good for my brain. There is an energetic difference that you are vibrating from. And I know this might feel like really maybe abstract for our listeners, but try and think what it feels like when you are eating or deciding what to eat from a fearful place, when you're trying to use control versus abundance and taking care of yourself. Like there's a distinct difference in the way that we feel when making those choices which I think can kind of be the obvious point of, am I doing this in a way that's disordered under the guise of healthy, or is this actually good and healthy for me, right? And it's a fine line because we're doing the same things. We're still eating cauliflower, right? But are we doing it from an expansive, abundant mindset where we want to nourish our bodies, take good care of them, think about our brains in your case, or are we doing them from this place of control that we're like not even aware of? And it's a fine line, especially as we make our way out of a place where we've been super controlling, but it's really a fun opportunity once you've made it through the bumpier parts of the journey to invite these foods back into your life in a completely different mindset. And I feel like that's kind of what you're experiencing, Amy. Yes. And yeah, you're right. It's no longer from a place of fear and control. I have been able to surrender all of that and I'm able to truly enjoy things. You know, I was waiting for the Oreo mention. I thought, I wonder if Lisa and I can get through an episode where neither one of us brings up the infamous Oreo. So because if you weren't going to do it, I was going to do it. But I just want to offer that that encouragement and knowing that now I can take care of my brain or other organs and just different things. I mean, even when it comes to like, drinking water. Some people probably wouldn't think that that could be part of a, a disordered behavior, but it's it was for me and it's water. But I was so stuck in this control space that like I would freak out if I didn't have every drop of water that I was supposed to have that day. I feel like a big part of this, which might be missed by people who don't understand, is that 
eating disorder recovery or disordered eating recovery isn't just about eating the foods that you didn't used to eat. Food freedom isn't just about the food. If you're truly going through this journey of making peace with your body, you're likely and hopefully, and if not, hopefully going to start after I bring this up, really getting to know your self-talk. What does that voice in your head sound like? What does it feel like? And when you become really attuned to that voice, you become much more able to catch when it's deviating into an old place that doesn't serve you. You are aware when you're self-berating, which may in the past just be your norm. And there's so much inner work that goes through a recovery beyond just the food freedom, being able to eat the Oreo, the ice cream, the pasta, you know, whatever those foods are that are really like the foods that you see people eating in their recovery and enjoying are is like the tip of the iceberg. But what you don't see beneath the water is all of that inner work that they've done, working on their self-talk, really getting to know it, implementing compassion, both self-compassion and compassion for others, learning how to be flexible in situations that otherwise you know, would have caused inner turmoil, binging or restricting. There's so much beneath that. And I think another big one that, you know, kind of you've semi brought up here is value-based living. Amy, like you want to take care of your brain. Why do you want to take care of your brain? Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by Brain MD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. 
LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Why do you want to take care of your brain? Well, because I know that it's it's important. I want to have a longevity. I want to have relationships. I want to make sure that as I age, I take care of something as precious as my brain. Now, some stuff genetically might be out of my control, but this is a part where in a healthy way, I say that control with that context, I, I can try to at least do my best to make sure that I'm giving it what it needs. And it's it's so exciting to kind of go through the life journey and get that opportunity. I know for me, uh, having just had a baby and I mean, there's so much labor that goes into a, not obviously labor, labor, but physical labor of holding a baby, changing a baby, picking a baby up. Now she's crawling. I'm chasing her. And one of the things that I'm really passionate about is taking good care of my joints. And for whatever reason, I know I'm like a young person, but my joints and my body really hurt if I'm not actively stretching, moving, mobilizing, getting fresh oxygen and blood to those areas. So movement for me in the last few months has also really shifted from a place of longevity. I want to be able to pick up my baby and feel good and be able to do this for a lifetime as our bodies only age and get more difficult. So, you know, there's so many situations I feel like where our listeners can hopefully start to think about how things that previously fell into diet culture for them may exist in their recovery down the line or maybe right now, depending on where you are. That's kind of the hard part of this podcast is we don't know where you are in this exact moment. But knowing that the, that we can use things like eating, you know, blueberries and walnuts and cashews and move our bodies and do all these things that we previously used to abuse in a way that is truly a form of self-care. And you know, you just mentioned movement. And that makes me think of my water comment a minute ago and movement. Those were things where it was like me controlling every ounce of water that went in my body and every step I took and monitoring it and pacing my kitchen while I'm chugging my water before I go to bed because I had this rule of what I had to get done every single day. And while now I can approach it from a place of like, okay, yes, movement is going to be good today. But what does that look like? Like, I know move my body needs movement, but is it like achieving a certain amount of 
steps every single day so that I can sleep easy at night, which I wasn't sleeping easy, by the way. <laughs> like I, I wasn't, I was already stressed about the next day, how I was going to get all the water in, how I was going to not eat this and only eat that and enter everything in. And so my hope is that this type of conversation will excite people about the possibilities that they're going to have um, future movement things with what family and friends, future trips to the grocery store, all the different things that come along with not being attached to all these rules and guidelines and the pressure of that. And Lisa, you mentioned self-compassion. And I think that's what a lot of what I have for myself now. It's like, oh, if I didn't necessarily do that, that's okay. And maybe we'll try tomorrow. Uh, compassion for others. I interviewed Shauna Nequist on my podcast this week, uh, Four Things podcast. And there are four pillars that she mentions in her latest book. And they are compassion, self-compassion, curiosity, and courage. And I'm not applying them here in the same way that she did in her latest book, but I just would say it takes a lot of courage to recognize where you are and then want to make the change and try to talk to someone about it. I think the curiosity piece, when I think of this conversation comes in with like, just being curious of what might your life look like if you do try to let go of some of these disordered behaviors. And I even take it to where I am now. I get curious at the grocery store, like, oh, I wonder what this food tastes like, or I wonder what this might be like if I were to add this to my routine in some way, shape, or form? Or what if I tried this new form of exercise, whatever it is, or movement? The curiosity piece. And then, you know, Lisa, you already mentioned the compassion and self-compassion. So I just thought those four things were kind of, could be fun to throw into this conversation. Yeah. And I think actually that might be a good little challenge to throw in here. And it's a fun activity that I like to do from time to time too, is going to the grocery store. And of course you have your list of your basics of things that you that you need, and then allow your eyes to kind of wander and see what catches your attention. Maybe it's something new that you've never had before that you want to try. Maybe it's something that you haven't had in years, you know, but allow yourself to wonder, bring that curiosity in, and then invite that into your home and your meals to really see what your experience is. And you never know if you're going to like it or not like it. But the key here is to not let the nutrition label deter you from having whatever that is if there's a nutrition label on it. So that's a nice little challenge piece to go for. And the other thing I kind of just want to bring up, Amy, which I found really interesting, even just as I reflect back on the last seven months of um, becoming a mom and the big life shift that I've gone through, is that there are seasons of life where your relationship to food is going to change and that's okay. And I think knowing that might help you again, ease up on that self-talk where you're down on yourself. There was a, a period in the last seven months, a long period where, I mean, I was eating anything in the fridge that was three or four or five days old, you know, but it was already pre-made. Like there have been so many times where I've been so thoughtless or I've eaten just canned soup for dinner because I just can't think of another meal or have relied on frozen foods. And then there have been other moments where I'm like, a form of self-care today is actually going to be putting love into a meal, spending time, 
chopping the vegetables, connecting with the food, you know, really taking, you know, a, a minute to think about the food. And neither of those things are right or wrong, the thoughtless, the more thoughtful, but rather a reflection of the best that I could do in that situation, given how I felt exhaustion wise and met my mental capacity. And that's kind of a short period of time that I've gone through so much change where I'm like, I don't really care what I eat to, you know, I really care what I eat, but we're going to go through those, those seasons of life where emphasis is on nutrition and wholesome food and connecting with our food and cooking a lot for me in the summertime. I usually wake up a little bit more to that, but I don't mean seasons literally like that. Uh, but there are also times and, and long periods of time where food is just kind of on the back burner for me. And it's cool to allow that to happen without the fear the judgment to seep in and kind of rob me from actually actually being present because food can kind of be two things. Food can just be food where it just kind of gets us through the day, or it can be a powerful way to connect to yourself in that moment more deeply. And I would just say too, especially you talking about you being a new mom, if we have other moms listening, I mean, I have a 14 year old and a 10 year old, 11, gosh, he's 11. He's actually almost going to be 12. And my 14 year old is about to be 15. So anyway, we're in the thick of it with school and activities. And there's like some days are just busy. And I'm able to be aware of that and know that just because maybe one week we're not having certain meals that I otherwise would have fed them or depending on what I, I have no judgment. Like I, I am free of that. And when I first became a mom, we first adopted them. I was not that way. It actually overwhelmed and stressed me out. And I didn't know what I was going to feed them, how I was going to feed them. And then I felt like a failure if they ate a piece of candy or something. And then now I'm a completely different type of mom. And I don't have that that negative self-talk if we're not eating the dinner that I had planned for us to have. And we just end up doing... (laughs) cereal, which the kids love, by the way. And that brings them and me a lot of joy. Those nights where it's like, all right, everybody just go to the pantry, pick out something to eat. Like we're good. We're going to survive, but I don't judge myself or call myself a bad mom. Exactly. Um, And it's just nice to kind of be able to be flexible like that. And at the same time, it's also nice to be able to cook fresh cookies with your kids, right? Like sometimes the easy and the hard and the more difficult or skillful can provide the same amount of connection if it's truly based in what you all need. Yeah. And you're the the dietitian here, so the registered, the RD. So I'm I'm going to lean into you for what just something just popped in my head that I kind of want to do when you talked about cooking food and thinking about it. Like I pictured myself whatever reason when you were saying that like chopping a bell pepper and like slicing it perfectly and looking at how beautiful a little bell pepper is. That's something else that I got from my chat with Shauna Nequist was she wants to find delight in the small things and she she wants that low-hanging joy. <laughs> and not that it's not genuine or real. She just wants to be able to find it in the the easy places. And so just now, as you were talking, Lisa, I was picturing myself cutting a beautiful, vibrant red bell pepper. But now what I'm excited to do is to maybe look up like, what are the vitamins in a bell pepper? What is this bell pepper doing for me? And when I am cutting it, kind of like these brain foods, like I actually have more excitement to learn and connect with the food as cheesy as that sounds. But now I might, if I am cooking, I might do a little research before I cook and be like, okay, if I'm having mushrooms, what is this doing for me and my body? And then taking that in when I'm cooking it, like, oh, whipping this up for my my bladder. Like, I don't know what it is helping out, but is that an okay exercise for me to do? 
I think for sure. And again, it's all about like, where are you truly coming from? And it sounds like you're coming from a good place. But I think this will maybe be a separate conversation. But I truly believe that nature is medicine. Food is medicine. But caveat, that doesn't mean that if you're eating something that's not, you know, from nature or a bell pepper, right, that it's poison. And there's a lot of anti-diet culture talk that really dispel that idea that food is medicine because it kind of feeds into that other side to say, okay, well, if you're eating processed food or whatever, Whatever, that it's not medicine, but it's not how I see it at all. I think food can be medicine and we don't have to vilify food that's not medicinal. But I think we have to realize that we are humans living in nature and you know, God, if you believe in God or whoever, didn't put us here to open CVSs so that we have medicine. Obviously, we have to rely on medicine and pharmacology, but the foods that we eat do have the power to protect us, to heal us in some cases. And they do offer medicinal benefits, if you will, um, in the sense of that's what just what nutrition is, eating foods that have antioxidants and beta carotenes and, you know, protective things to protect our bodies. Um, And that's, that's kind of a fun place to lean into food, whereas we've been robbed of that because we just want to focus on calories or carbohydrates or grams of sugar, where, you know, so many foods from nature are high in calories, are high in carbohydrates, are high in sugar because our bodies need those in combination with all the other nutritional benefits that they have. Yeah. In combination is is key there. Um, Well, thank you for this chat today, Lisa, and just, you know, sharing in my excitement with where I am with it and then offering this perspective and that hope. Because again, like you said, we have no idea where every single listener is on this journey. And that's what's hard for us to navigate here behind a microphone and not not seeing each and every one of you face to face as we're talking or being able to answer your questions or we're not in your home, knowing what the environment is like for you or in your brain, I guess I should say. So if you want to reach out or you have a thought or something you would like for us to talk about or break down, you can email us hello at outweighpodcast.com and we will get that. And in the meantime, you can uh, catch Lisa on Instagram. She's at Lisa Haim, H-A-Y-I-M. And then you can also check out Lisa's other podcast called The Truthiest Life, which has a new episode every Friday. And I know that you are pouring so much into that podcast, Lisa, and I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been actually going um, incredible lately. And every guest that comes on is just like blowing all of our minds and really just changing my life one episode at a time. So thanks for shouting out the truthiest life. Yeah. And you recently had on a guest over there, which I have listened full transparency. I only got through half of it, but it's in my queue to finish the rest. And she's actually going to be a guest on Outweigh. She is. It's um, Kathleen Cameron, who had made $15 million in the past two years. She was a nurse prior, and obviously she's gone through a huge life transformation. But most interestingly, she really credits her body acceptance to this huge financial and professional change in her life. So she's going to share with us what happened when she finally accepted her body size and how she did it. Awesome. I can't wait for that one. And that'll be next Saturday. So a new Outweigh episode goes up every Saturday. If you've got some extra time, you're walking around or you're running errands or you've got to drive, then load up some other episodes. And hopefully it'll be some encouragement to you when 
when you need it most. Because I know when I was in the thick of it, I wish I had had something to listen to, but podcasts just weren't really around. And gosh, my eating disorder started when I was like 14. So yeah, we didn't have many materials back then, but I'm just thankful for this community. And I know there's a lot of other amazing resources out there. And and Lisa, I tell her all the time, like she's a huge, huge piece to my recovery puzzle, if you want to call it that. So definitely be following her on Instagram, which she is a new mom, like she mentioned. So lots of baby content, but that is okay because you have the most beautiful baby in the world. Oh, thank you so much. And we'll see you all next week. Bye. You dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.